0: And we are we're alive. In. We're live? Yeah, we're live. Right. we and in. here.
1: Small Yeti. <laughs>
0: we're good to go. We're ready to go.
1: Just making sure everything is properly working. Yep. I think everybody should be able to hear us. What's Gosh. up, everybody? Welcome to the Lore Lodge Official Podcast, episode 18. I am in a maid costume because on episode 17, you guys paid me to put on a maid costume, and we have got more challenges for you tonight. Uh, I'm going to go over those real quick for those of you who are here, and I'll probably go back over them every now and then yeah probably Um, a good
0: plan yeah but so
1: what we've got for this week uh, it's up to a thousand dollars again but for a hundred dollars i will go to starbucks and order a latte in old english this might not sound like much of a challenge but here's the thing i don't speak old english and old english does not have words for coffee steaming um like most of the things you need to order a latte at starbucks i don't have words for so i have to create basically old english poetry in order to simply order this latte
0: do you have an example of what old english sounds like for people who haven't heard oh boy, it before
1: i i will do it but first you got to pull up uh be- pull up beowulf and old english on your phone so i can i, keep will, talking. I will for 250 dollars aiden and i will go to our hometown of phoenixville stand on the side of the road and have a wendigo milk stand uh directly outside my place of business so yes. um that should be interesting we'll probably sell like strawberry milk i don't know but uh we're going to do that. For $500, I can't remember what I said we would do. Uh,
0: that was the... No, no, no. That's $750. $500 is... 500 was... Oh, $500, I will post a thirst trap on TikTok. Right.
1: Um, I don't know how to post a thirst trap. I, I'm very awkward about my body, um, so that might be a little difficult. Uh, you for know, you 750 know that... Aiden and I go to Hot Topic, Yes. and we pick out outfits for each other that we have to wear on the next podcast, yes. and then for 1000 what did I say we were going to do? Oh, right! Aiden and I will do a sexy calendar photo shoot. So, those are your prizes for raising money tonight. I have one for 1250 if they're if they're feeling
0: up for it. All right, well, go ahead. 12, well, no, you have to sign off on this. Okay, what's your suggestion? So you know how for 500 it's a thirst trap? Yeah. 1250 thirst trap, and maid costume.
1: Okay, 1250 and <laughs> thirst trap, and a maid costume. <laughs> but, to get right into things, I'm going to read some Old English for you. Just uh, so you
0: guys understand how yeah. difficult it is to order a Starbucks order in Old English. Yeah.
1: Quit. we garden in that's about all you really need. Fair enough. To understand what we're going for here. Oh my God! How much is that for? It's orange.
0: Uh, it's as long she's saying. Uh, oh God! Uh, essentially, she's happy that she was able to catch us, but she's got to go for a concert. Have fun at Harry Styles. Have fun at Harry Styles. She's probably gonna be wearing something like me. Um, <laughs> if. Yeah, but hopefully
1: let us dive into tonight's content because
0: uh, James says this is going to be an interesting stream. Oh, you have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. So let's dive
1: into today's content. Uh, I actually have notes tonight, but I can't, I I I can't just read because my eyes bad. Um, But tonight we're going to be talking about Samhain. And for those of you who don't know what Samhain is, like Aiden, uh, it is the Celtic pagan holiday ...from which Halloween originated. Now, Mm -hmm. like many holidays that we celebrate today, this was originally a pagan holiday... Mm -hmm. ...that got intermingled with the Christian holidays because of the process of Christianization. Now, the process Mm -hmm. of Christianization in the ancient world was one by which the Catholic and Orthodox churches... ...would go to far-flung pagan tribes and incorporate their mythology into Christianity by making their gods saints and heroes and kind of just making it easier for people to accept it. This typically took about three generations, with the first generation usually still practicing both, going to church but also worshipping their original gods. Mm -hmm. The second generation usually would cut the practice of worshipping the old gods but might keep heirlooms and totems. Mm -hmm. And the third generation would oft, would generally be full-fledged Christians. So it was actually an incredibly um, effective strategy. It was very mm. efficient, and uh, that's how you get, for example, St. Bridget was originally Bridget, the uh, Celtic goddess of fire and the protector of women. Mm. Um, so St. Bridget's uh, uh, convent in, in Wales is actually, used to be a grove of Bridget. Mm.
2: Interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. Very. But uh, Samhain is one of... Four quarter days in the Celtic pagan calendar. Mm -hmm. Those are... I'm going to pull up my notes for the first time. Uh, We've got uh, Bridget's Day, which is February 1st. Mm -hmm. We've got uh, Beltana, which is... I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. Um, May 1st. We've got Lugnaza, which is August 1st. And we've got Samhain, which is November 1st. Now, the... It's not necessarily that Samhain is the beginning of winter, Mm -hmm. but it is kind of the harvest festival, the harvest Mm -hmm. celebration, where you would have all of the people of a Celtic village coming together, celebrating the the end of the work season, so to speak, and the beginning of winter. Mm -hmm. Um, It was not an official winter start date like we have now, where Mm we say, like, you know, what is it, December 21st? Um, Yes. So, now, this is not to say that they stopped celebrating things like Yule, but Yule was, of course, a... Nordic pagan tradition, they did still have celebrations it, at the uh, solstices and equinoxes, mm. but the main focus shifted to these four quarter days. Got it. So, Samhain, as well as Beltana, mm-hmm. uh, were both time periods where the veil between the other world, Tirnanal, and the world we inhabit was at its thinnest. So, the idea, essentially, was that not necessarily that all around you, mm-hmm. spirits could pass in and out, but rather all of the seed, the, the fairy mounds from mm-hmm. which everybody sprung, all of the, the Toa Dei and the Eoshi and the Fair Folk, all of them could just come through the fairy mounds. They mm-hmm. were all open. So these are the two times of a year that that really happened, at the, the beginning of spring and mm-hmm. the end of the harvest season. So much of the reason that today we celebrate uh, Halloween the way we do comes not from any of the All Saints Day and All Souls Day traditions of the Catholic Church, mm-hmm. but rather the Catholic co-option of Samhain mm-hmm. and the idea of wearing costumes. Because if you look up old Halloween costumes, they're not <laughs> they're not made costumes. Yeah, <laughs> um, they are. You know, they're scary because what you wanted to do was blend in with the monsters who were coming out and about coming out and around you. Mm-hmm. So and you would burn these great bonfires and you would commit sacrifices of you know animals and grains and things like that and then you would have everybody you know party and then as the sun went down everyone would run home mm. and what's very interesting about samhain is that it kind of gets played off as being a an Irish holiday
2: mm-hmm.
1: a Gaelic holiday but archeologically and from an anthropological standpoint mm-hmm. it seems to be one of the oldest holiday traditions to survive in its Mostly its original form to the modern day, mm. because it exists in Neolithic Ireland,
2: mm.
1: which means that it predates the Celtic presence in Ireland. Interesting. So this is a pre-Celtic religion. A who, pre-Celtic. Who was there before the Celts? Uh, just Proto-Indo-European speaking peoples. Interesting. We don't know much about them. All we mm. know is that it was Stone Age people who lived in what is known as Ireland now before the Gaels did. Mm. So it could have been Brithonic. Um, but it seems that what happened was the people who got to Ireland mm-hmm. first developed this tradition, and then it actually spread east. So most of the time, when we talk about culture and tradition and ancient religions, it's going west, they yeah. they start centered around the Mediterranean, mm-hmm. and then they slowly branch out west and east, yep. or they start down in the Yellow River Valley or in, in the Hindu regions. But when it comes to European ones, it's usually that it starts around the Mediterranean and then radiates. In this, it seems to be a case of something starting at the far, far-flung reaches and then moving in. Because mm-hmm. the Celtic people, and this isn't like we talked about the Celts in one of our most recent videos, the Celts actually began somewhere down around Austria. That's mm-hmm. what a Celtic culture kind of...
0: Interesting, okay.
1: that That's the wellspring of Celtic culture, and it moves out. So what happened is, these people, independent of the Celts, Mm because the the Hallstatt culture was Bronze Age, Mm -hmm. so the the Stone Age, the Neolithic, Mm -hmm. these people developed this culture where their their graves, actually many of their grave sites, face the sun on the morning of November 1st, Mm -hmm. the exact positioning of the sun, Mm -hmm. on the day of what is now Salon. Mm -hmm. So we can tell that Neolithic people had the concept of Salon for whatever they used it for, Literally 10,000 years ago. Hmm. And that as the Hallstatt and the Latin cultures moved into the British Isles, they adopted this. Hmm. So the Celtic culture did one of two things either they co opted it, much like the Christians would later co opt a lot of Celtic culture, mm-hmm. either they co opted Salon mm-hmm. or their religion originated to the West. Now it seems like it was probably a combination of the two. And we, you know, you could talk. I'm sure there's plenty of archaeologists and anthropologists and ethnographers who would love to have an argument and discussion about it. Mm -hmm. But that is where Salon kind of comes from. Mm -hmm. Are you, are you with me? Yes. You're keeping
0: with me. Yes. Chat, are you with me? Uh, yes. It seems like at least a good amount of them are with you. Good. So we've got,
1: uh, and what, like I was saying, what's interesting about this? uh, One of the other primary interesting things is that uh celtic culture as we know we've got uh basically four branches we've got the p celtic and the q celtic and those are split up into continental and insular and our battery is running low continue speaking <laughs> is it still plugged in over there no no it's over here oh, okay just plug it in okay yep. cool and it's plugged into yep okay cool now we're plugged in all right awesome um so <laughs> we got p celtic and q celtic and we've got P-Celtic Insular and P-Celtic Continental, and Q-Celtic Insular and Q-Celtic Continental. Mm-hmm. Q-Celtic Continental being Celtiberia, Q-Celtic Insular being Gaelic, P-Celtic Continental being Gallic, and P-Celtic Insular being Brythonic, which is the Welsh, Cornish, uh, Pictish, uh, Brython languages today. Mm-hmm. And the surviving Q-Celtic language uh, is Irish and Scots Gaelic. Okay. Uh, the rest of them have most, mostly been wiped out with the exception of, I believe, Basque. So, mm. lots of interesting stuff here. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate that the most informative podcast we've had so far, I'm wearing a maid costume. I know. It's fun. So, I, so the, the Gaelic speakers have Salon, but the Welsh speakers, the Brythonic speakers, have uh, Nos Calangaef, which essentially means Night of the Dead. Um, mm-hmm. And I probably pronounced that wrong also, because, again, not Welsh. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's what's, I, I think that part's fascinating. Mm-hmm. that these two different language groups because it, it shows that this was insulated mm-hmm. since they don't both call it Samhain yeah that means it was insulated long enough that these two cultures were practicing this specific festival
2: mm-hmm.
1: independent of one another yeah for so long that they have different words for it yes so and, and a lot a lot of people who don't know much about celtic history it mm-hmm. doesn't hit quite as hard for them but you've got to remember the Gaels weren't in ireland until at the very earliest about 500 bc okay so the Brythonic celts were in were there a thousand years earlier mm-hmm. um if not the if not you know the irish getting there later mm-hmm. so fascinating little case study there like yeah in the peeps that means that the people who came through the Celtiberian path, rather than across Doggerland, mm-hmm. were practicing the same religion, the same cultural festivals, for so long that they developed different words for it in different languages. Mm. Um, and, and you know that they weren't even similar mm. because P Celtic and Q Celtic are—they're both Celtic, but it—it's about as far back as you can get. Okay, um, but
0: you know, I find it fascinating. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. I think yeah. Chat would agree. Somebody said. Uh, two people said so many words, and uh, problematic <laughs> farmer said, "Only do your lectures in a maid costume." So, <laughs> do you want to
1: also talk about um, the, the primary monsters of the holiday of Samhain or uh, Nascailn Gheif, mm-hmm. which are uh, in in Ireland? The thing you got to worry about the most is the uh, slew of the Seed. Okay. And this is essentially the army of the dead, the souls who couldn't make it to the the undying lands of the Celtic culture, the mm-hmm. the good heaven, the good ending. Um, they couldn't get there. Now they're stuck between the bad place and the good place. They're, mm-hmm. they're unforgiven souls. And there's a couple of descriptions. You got both this shuffling, um, you know, army of corpses, and also these flying like demons who you know pick people off the ground and take them off to places unknown. Mm-hmm. So. Kind of it, it, think of like the Night King's army in Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. as well as like you know, flying things, um, mm. like flying vampires. Mm. Uh, if you see Midnight Mass, very much like that thing. Okay. Um, With in the the Welsh side of things, you get into uh, oh boy. Irhush, um, irhush, the the guta, and ilidiwen. Uh, and the, the first one of those, I'm not gonna even try to pronounce it again, is a, uh, a tailless black sow that eats you. Um, this is the primary monster people worry about in parts of Wales on, on Samhain, on Nos Nos Mm -hmm.
2: And,
1: uh, then there's the lady in white, the white lady, Lady Mm -hmm. Gwen. Um, that's annoying. I wish that would go away. (laughs) It's gonna get in the way of chat. Um, yeah. And, uh, unlike, unlike the, the, great black sow she just devours your soul oh so as you can see two v- similar cultures mm-hmm. developed the same holiday mm-hmm. with the same general idea no yep. with completely different specifics so what that tells you is that Samhain mm-hmm. the holiday of Halloween is one of the oldest continuously practiced ritual ceremonial holidays in human history Mm-hmm. this goes back to the Neolithic era. It is one of the oldest religious practices
0: we have. That's pretty intense. Right? Like it's cool. Yeah, it's extremely cool. It's sick.
1: Like, I love it. You'll love to see it.
0: Um, <laughs> You'll yeah, love to see it. We also yeah, love but... to see is, is, uh able to hang until 8 because the hair staff show doesn't show up start uh-huh. until then. So All right. the more the merrier, and we love consistent <laughs> viewers and dedicated yeah. viewers like this Um, And yeah, the final thing I have to talk about this this
1: holiday is uh, that the the practice of costume wearing Mm -hmm. and uh, turning on your lights and things like that. uh, And most interestingly, putting out candy for people to take Mm -hmm. actually comes from the process of appeasing these creatures from the other world. Mm -hmm. So you wear the costume to blend in, you leave the lights on to ward them off, and you leave the candy as an offering.
0: Mm, Interesting.
1: And today what we've turned that into is... Um, dress your child up like Darth Vader send them to strangers houses to get candy
0: careful for razor blades careful for razor blades do you have any information on uh, and obviously understandable if you don't but I'm (laughs) curious if there's any relation to this and uh, the Dia Uh, de los Muertos
1: uh, no 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 they're completely separate cultural traditions interesting but uh, worshipping you know having a day of the dead Mm -hmm. which is much what Sali is is not um, you know in any way an uncommon thing for cultures to do. Mm -hmm. Many cultures have days of the dead. Many cultures worship the dead. Mm -hmm. um, Worship their ancestors. So this is just a
0: human concept. Is there anything in American culture that is similar to this? Like Native American culture? No, like current modern American culture? Um, not really. We've kind of just... uh, So what makes
1: American versions of holidays so interesting Mm -hmm. is that everyone came here with their typical cultural uh, way of doing things, their mm-hmm. their version of the holiday. Uh, for I think Christmas is a great example. Mm-hmm. All European countries celebrate Christmas with minor variations. Mm-hmm. They got here, and suddenly you've got you know v- this incredibly specific version of it. Mm-hmm. But you can see all the bits and pieces yes. from where they came from. You know we left Krampus behind, but we kept Saint Nick. Yes. Uh, Things like that. We uh, we left the pagan gods behind, but we kept the tannenbaum, the the yule trees, Mm -hmm. the the Douglas firs, and whatnot. So everyone brought through our Christmas episode. Everyone brought their specific Christmas tradition, Mm -hmm. and then for some reason or another, certain ones caught on, and certain ones got left behind. And what we got with Christmas in America was a universally recognizable concept. That is celebrated by millions of people, Christian, Jewish, um, atheists, like, across the country. Yeah. People just celebrate Christmas because it's a time to bring people together. It's mm-hmm. a happy time. Um, and, you know, we'll probably get into it more around Christmas, but there's this idea that Christmas was a stolen holiday. It wasn't. It's just that, um, like I said, with Christianization, mm-hmm. the, the issue was not that Christians were stealing holidays. It was that they had their own holidays, but they were a very, very, very tiny minority, and they needed to work it in mm. with everybody else cuz you got to remember that the celts had their own holidays and the romans mm. had their own holidays and why do we why do we why do we practice so many holidays on the days the romans did mm. cuz the romans won yep. the romans conquered everybody and they were like we celebrate holidays now and everyone okay <laughs> so at a certain point people just started celebrating holidays when the romans were doing it mm-hmm. because that was in vogue. That was the, the most common thing to do. Everyone did it that way. Yeah. So that's how that happened. But yeah, in America, you know, we don't really celebrate our own... That, that's what makes American culture so cool, is we don't have, um, you know, Dios de los Muertes. Mm-hmm. We don't have Salin. We have Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is the day that we dress up and go out and perform these neighborly acts. And the night before that, we have teenagers' eggs at our houses.
0: Isn't oh, that guess. nice? The, the best part, obviously. Yeah. What's chat saying? I can't I can't see. Uh, well, Glass is saying, okay, I'm in the void fighting the old gods, so this will have to be quick. Love you, Water Drop. Let's be back next week. Um, well, I'm thank you, thinking. Glass. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, Daniel Brown said, I stopped trick-or-treating and started going to a scary corn maze place. That's what I did uh, this past weekend. It was fun. Problematic farmer says anthrax candy just slapped so much harder. Oh no! Um, Anthrax candy. uh, Meatball sandwich said, "This is why Halloween is better than Christmas." I'm going to disagree with you on that (laughs) one, respectively. Respectfully. Uh, Yeah.
1: Um, Yeah, but uh, what time is it?
0: What what are we? Uh, It is 7:21.
1: I got to stop talking so fast, bro. (laughs) Um, So. Uh, I wanna move on to the next topic sure holy hell this is tight yeah I can imagine huh (sighs) I'd like to remind how how many people are watching Uh, 40 40. nice yeah Um, so I'd like to remind everybody really quickly before we change topics um, of a couple things Mm -hmm. one is the the tiers of challenges we're doing this week Mm for $100 I will order a latte in Old English which is more difficult than it sounds for $250 we will set up a Wendigo milk stand in downtown Phoenixville where several of you apparently live so you can come by and say hi Interesting. Um, uh, for $500 I will post a thirst trap to TikTok uh, for $750 Aiden and I will go to um, Hot Topic yes. and pick out outfits for one another to wear for the next podcast for $1000 we will make a sexy calendar and it will be available it will be available we will sell it in fact we might even give it away digitally but we'll sell physical copies and sign them um, but we'll do a sexy calendar and yes. for 1250 as was Aiden's idea I will post a thirst trap on TikTok in the maid costume yes um, I want to see that I don't know about yeah. you
0: just so you guys know, we're up to $38 currently. But, you so know. we're getting
1: close to the latte. Yeah, we're getting close to the um, latte. Yeah. If, do you want to give an
0: example of Old English again?
1: Uh, it, I don't know it off the top of my head well enough. Yeah, but it's, it's that Point bad. being, we're going to get into the next topic, which is there's a lot of uh, videos about skinwalkers going around lately. Are they really? The ones, yeah, you referenced one earlier. The the chat was all over it. Uh, the people being like, you know, sitting in my my kitchen watching mm. the, Amazon, the skinwalker disguised as an Amazon worker. Yes. Uh, approach my my door with my you know, 12 gauge or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously uh, skinwalkers are back in vogue. It mm-hmm. only took a couple months.
0: Naturally. Um, Aiden, what do you know about skinwalkers? Well, from everything that I've learned from you specifically, I know that skinwalkers are uh, kind of based in Native American lore and it's largely, essentially um, kind of, I don't necessarily want to use the term magical, but it's more along the lines of, it's kind of a ritualistic uh, metamorphosis in a sense that, you know, humans can take mm-hmm. uh, transferring into more of an animalistic creature, specifically like a wolf style mm-hmm. type thing. Sure. Um, and, you know, it gives them heightened abilities and things yes. like that beyond what humans are capable of. But that's kind of my right. general understanding. So
1: do you remember how one actually, like how they turn into the specific animal?
0: I wanna say it involves the consumption of human flesh, but it I It does don't. involve the consumption of human flesh, okay. that's part of the ritual. Yes. But specifically,
1: uh, it does not just transform into any old version of one of these animals. hmm It becomes the, the exact one it's wearing the pelt of. Got it. So right. in order yes. for a skinwalker to take the appearance of your Amazon worker, hmm it would
0: have to skin an Amazon worker and wear their <laughs> flesh those poor amazon workers also by the way we are now five dollars away from you ordering a latte in old english thanks to Ooh, problematic farmer thank you problematic farmer but Brothers yeah so i uh, we've almost
1: hit a goal already i love this for us it's great um but yeah so uh working conditions are am- at amazon are bad yes but they could always be worse is essentially yes. what we're saying here yes you, <laughs> you know? could die i mean you probably still could die in amazon. yeah that's true just bezos please don't come after us Sorry, Dirty Bezos. Sorry. Uh, Um, Jeffrey Bezos. Jeffrey Bezos. Jeffrey Bezos. You did it.
0: (laughs) We are now... (laughs) Oh, boy. Three dollars away from you ordering a latte in Old English. Come on, Jeffrey. You You can can do it. it. Pay
1: pay the way. Put you you back into it. Show us why. Show show us us how. how. (laughs) Look at where you came from. Look at you now. Zuckerberg and Gates and Buffett. Amateurs can fucking suck it.
0: What is it? Uh, drink their blood uh, fuck their wives come on Jeff, Jeff get, get him yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. oh boy uh, <laughs> is giving us $20 saying what was that about a sexy calendar is oh, you God. know exactly what it was I mean, you gotta get you to 1000 for that um, yeah that's a long way away whoo.
1: but uh, uh, yeah so uh, <laughs> I just uh, realized I, I am the real Slim Shady now you really um, are you yeah. really are also we I'm have, Slim Mateus I'm the real matey Oh, <laughs> uh, by the way, we're at
0: one hundred and twenty-two dollars. Thank oh, you, everybody. Which Lord. means it is going <laughs> to be officially going to
1: be time for me to go and uh, and do do an order of do an order yeah, for a latte yeah. in Old English. I'm yeah.
0: really curious to see how you end up describing I, I, a latte. Yeah, out. I'm
1: gonna have to figure you know, that out. English. I'm just gonna sound like I'm having a stroke, honestly. Probably.
0: Um, it's Wait, gonna be interesting. I but. would do that on a TikTok live. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah.
1: Um, we'll so
0: he will be TikTok live at some point this week ordering a latte in old yeah. English you won't understand a word he's saying and neither, neither will, will the person behind the register oh yeah they won't either yeah. we're gonna see what I get
1: though yes <laughs>
0: I'm just gonna order it and
1: continue saying those words until I get that latte and yeah. we'll see what they give me you
0: have to continue to say those words even when you get to the window <laughs> they give it to me I take a sip this isn't what I ordered No. <laughs> no English it's gotta be old English <laughs> the only English is old English oh god <laughs> yes. But anyway, skinwalkers. so skinwalkers. Yeah, so,
1: skin so uh, yeah, so in order to take on the form of an Amazon worker, I would have to skin an Amazon worker and
0: wear their pelt. Um, getting some the Amaz- face vibes here. Is it like... I would imagine that if you're skinning something, it kind of has to be dead, but like... Yeah, would it, it's it, gonna it, die. Would it ideally kill you before... It would kill. It would probably kill you and then skin you. Okay, good. So you're most likely not going to get skinned alive if you do, inc- yeah. uh, you know by happenstance encounter a skinwalker that wants to be you. Exactly. Um, also, though, th- like when you think about it, there
1: are, there are more efficient ways for the skinny boys to do things. Yes. Um, it doesn't need to dress as an Amazon worker. And I know that the joke is supposed to be something about paranoid schizophrenia, mm-hmm. which probably is not the best thing to joke about. Uh, well, but. I- I'm sure it can be funny. I'm sure it can be funny. But, but, you know, it's it's just not the best thing to joke about, but it's fine. Um, but, you know, it, why the Amazon worker? Like, they're already human. Skinwalkers think, are already human. Like, it, is it so unbelievable to you that a Native American guy would be an Amazon worker? Yeah, it's pretty racist. Like, God, guys, you're... Also, really a bunch quickly, of uh, horrible,
0: horrible racists. Uh, Donna Hunt said, "Copy uh, problematic mar- farmer for twenty dollars." Said, "Slowly making the way up to the thirst trap talk." We are getting there, Looking and I am scared, it. and uh, uh, is, is long, I am not happy about it. Right? Is long for five dollars. Said, "Don't question me. We do it last week. We'll do it this week again." No, they won't. Uh, well, we're at one forty-seven right now, so yeah, we're about, it's a ways uh, off. We're about a hundred away from what was two fifty. Two fifty was the Wendigo milk stand. Ah,
1: yes. Which could also make us money. Theoretically, we'll see if the police shut us down. That would be so funny. They probably will. Do you imagine the Phoenixville Police Department being like, "You can't, you can't sell whatever it is you're selling," and us being like, "Fair enough, when does he?" sell made the maid outfit
0: oh good lord we should probably get uh permission from i'm not getting permission from the borough no from steel city just to use oh. all their
1: tables out front oh my god Wait, i can i can ask they probably yeah. love the, the publicity yeah it'd be hilarious um, yeah anyway so if not we do it at phoenix village like <laughs> oh yeah that'd be funny uh
0: are amazon workers human though jeff bezos is a lizard so i think the workers are human i, th- I would bezos on the that.
1: other hand i'm not Quite as sure, not.
0: Uh, to be fair, though, Bezos is at least a little, little bit more Jordan human. Than Zuckerberg. Should, I, should is. I
1: maybe show them the extend the maid outfit?
0: Yeah. yeah <laughs> so we're getting ready for this. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, our first model. <laughs> he's six feet tall and super strong. <laughs> yeah. Um, Aiden Mattis. Oh boy. Oh, look I at I those I calves. Made a
1: cramp in my calf.
0: Well, it's because they're so thick.
1: Ugh. But yeah, so that's how that's going. Um,
0: oh, God. It's
1: kind of hot in this, if I'm being honest. Oddly enough, considering I'm basically just in my underwear.
0: Yeah, well, it's so tight around you that it doesn't It is tight. It's, not, yeah. it's not comfortable. Um, uh, I'm not enjoying this. No, I don't understand how anybody time. could. Yeah. I'm having a yeah. horrible time. Yeah, understandably um, so. Yeah, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, as long as I never said I could count. Whoops. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, fair. Um... But yeah, so the
1: whole the whole thing with Skinwalkers, and obviously Skinwalkers got uh, repopularized by the whole Skinwalker Ranch TV show, mm-hmm. and it became this whole big thing. Um, I think it's really gotten out of, gotten out of hand. So? Are, nobody really seems to know what a Skinwalker is anymore. Um, they, yeah. they seem to think that like what we're dealing with here is just a general shapeshifter, and it gets mixed up with the Wendigo, of course, a lot, mm-hmm. uh, with the Fleshgate. I had somebody comment on one of our followers, Commander Canada. Uh, mm-hmm. He did a YouTube video where he talked about the uh, differences between the Wendigo and the um, portrayal of the Wendigo, so mm-hmm. to speak, right? Uh, and, of course, we commissioned a drawing that is a lore-accurate version of a Wendigo, um, the, which is available on shop. Mm-hmm. But uh, skinwalkers are not... Um, they, they do mimic... They do shapeshift, mm. but they're not uh, non-sentient, mm. and they're not non-human. They are human beings who choose to undergo this transformation, this uh, metamorphosis, mm-hmm. so that they can hunt more effectively. Um, and it's not necessarily that they're incapable of hunting on their own as humans, it's just that there are certain advantages that taking the form of, say, a wolf gives them. Mm. And it's actually taboo in Navajo culture to wear the pelt of a, a predatory animal mm-hmm. um, you know, outside of combat. Mm. So, in combat, you might see a wolf's head, but mm. you won't see it when you're just, you know, wearing clothing. Yeah. Um, interestingly, we have the opposite with Vikings and with the Romans. Both had a tendency to wear uh, wolves' heads as parts of their legionary costumes. Interesting. And
0: their berserker outfits. Fair enough. Right. right? Pretty cool, huh? Uh, you problematic farmer for twenty dollars said, uh, "Time for made cat girl."
1: Uh, that's at that's at 12.50 you guys are a ways off from Nate Gackerel
0: uh, and then Islong said Ayo buddies I think you guys missed some super chats no we? no right. we didn't I think we caught all of them yeah we got everything uh, yeah yeah we got everything yeah we got everything yeah, we got everything. Uh, and then uh, Shift says this seems to be the only way to get y'all to respond but we need to get together to discuss everything <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, Fair enough. Sorry, yes. Sorry. It's just been, I, I know I've been like poorly responsive. It's because I've been doing a bunch Shiv, of Shiv, I of am a businessman doing business. Couldn't you tell? <laughs> um, um, yes, no. We'll, yeah, no we'll, we'll we we will hop out. in and
1: figure some things out. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Uh,
0: I think tomorrow night I'm busy. Wednesday night I'm busy. Maybe Thursday night at some point. We'll see. We'll figure it out later. I don't know. This is a podcast. Yeah. True. I'm not, I'm not supposed to be talking about that. Night
1: think uh finally i wanted to talk about tonight because i'm mm-hmm. um, less people have specific questions about skinwalkers yep we usually save super chats for the end i mean we probably still should but uh I yep. you yeah, can just do extended q a time yep. um we're having a hard time talking about things at length lately
0: i think it's more just along the lines of we're being efficient finally yeah true and we're true. even when we derail it's relatively brief yeah maybe and... we should cut the podcast time to an hour oh uh... We could, although we, I think it, I don't know. when we have guests, it makes sense that yeah, we can true, continue to full, true. full the hours. Place, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we need more guests. Yeah, I mean, we yeah, can, can try guests yeah. If there's
1: anybody, uh, this might be a good segue into that. Uh, if there's anybody you would like us to have on the show or if you would like to have us go on their show, mm-hmm. um, one of the most effective ways to do that is to actually tell them. So, yeah, so uh, for example, say you want us to go on um, Tim Pool's show because they've got paranormal stuff going on now, or say someone is going Joe Rogan. Uh, what you would want to do is go on their comment section and be like, hey, you should have these guys on. Um, but if there's anybody you want us to have on, mm. comment that below on our videos or mention us in their videos to let us know that uh, that's somebody you'd like to see. We will do our best to to reach out, but sometimes it sometimes it's more visible. Uh, like, for example, I didn't think to have Wendigoon on until a bunch of people commented saying you should do something with Wendigoon. Yeah, we should have him back on. Oh, yeah, we should have back on, absolutely.
0: Uh, um, so we did, we did miss a couple early on, um, so there was is about the concert, uh, the gonna be an interesting stream. Destiny said for $5, thank you very much. Uh, do, do you think that Brian Laundry could have been attacked by a Windy Boy? No, I think he's just a bastard. <laughs> Fair. Uh, and then Matreon said, uh, Aiden, I may have made the GoFundMe. Oh, God, no. Yeah. It's not going to get there. Uh, and then Christina for $2 said, history, but make it spicy. Exactly. Spicy history is what we specialize in here at the Lore Lodge. Uh, and then Luke for $2 said, where are dogmen found and how can one attract them?
1: Uh, okay, I mean, this isn't the Q&A time, but uh, might as well discuss that. Uh, yep. So here, here's the thing with dogmen. The Mich- specifically the Michigan Dog Man and the Wisconsin Dog Man, I feel like were made up for the newspapers because that's just the vibe I get when I read the stories about them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But when you look at something like the Palmyra Wolves, that one, I I feel, has some more credibility Yeah, because it didn't hit the papers. Yeah, it got talked about by, what, Ghost Adventures or Paranormal Hunters or something like that. I don't remember the origination yeah, it, it of that. It ended them. up getting talked about on some TV show And the years details later. Of that story are pretty... Yeah, the details are dubious, but when we had Nick on, Nick Bossa, Saucy mm-hmm. Dad, when he came on, he was able to confirm that that's, like, something that is going on in Maine that yep. they commonly are aware of. Mm-hmm. Um, so I give that one some more credibility. Now, uh, is that different from necessarily The Wendigo mm-hmm. or whatever? Uh, possibly. Um, it could be the American version of The Werewolf. Ooh. Ah. Forgot to get a coffee today. I? I just drank a Red Bull.
0: Forgot to get coffee today.
1: Yeah, true. Um, <laughs> but uh, that that does seem to be the thing. Is like up in the Northeast, perhaps mm-hmm. like the Great Lakes region. Yeah, um, that seems to be where like dogman style creatures tend to manifest. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that's where the answer. That, that's how I guess I would answer that question. But um, the the Brian Laundry question is actually a good segue into our, our final planned segment of the night. Um, well the, done, Destiny. The Gabby Petito and Brian Laundry case. Now this one, uh, it, it hits pretty close to home for me. Um, Gabby's brother, when she first went missing, uh, when she was first reported missing, I should say, uh, reached out to me uh, personally and asked me to talk about the situation, and I've been in touch with him ever since. Mm. Uh, you know, giving updates and and. Uh, stuff kind of from the family side, also my own opinions. You know, not everything I say obviously is the the opinion of the family, and yep. not I I claim nothing I say is fact. Mm-hmm. Just most of it's my opinion about what's happened. Uh, I mean, there are certainly factual elements to the case, like when she went missing and stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, at one point, I said that I think that um, the laundry family, you know, helped ferry Brian out of here, and I think they knew what happened to Gabby. And all that. That's all my opinion, you know? That's not not supposed to be read as fact. But, point being, uh, you know, I want to go through the timeline for everyone who hasn't seen our... We have a whole video on it on YouTube now. Um, For everyone who hasn't seen the timeline, essentially, uh, the last confirmed um, conversation between Gabby and her family was on August 27th. Mm -hmm. They received a text message from her on August 30th or 31st that they don't believe was her. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Brian returned home. On September 1st, in Gabby's van with Gabby's credit card, without Gabby. Uh, on September 11th, after the Laundry family not saying what was going on and not hearing from Gabby for uh, you know almost two weeks at this point, the Petito family reported her missing. Mm-hmm. She was uh, you know I was what I talked about this on TikTok. Uh, her brother reached out to me that day, and I posted about it. and um, And I saw a whole bunch of other people doing that, which was awesome. I was so proud of. the the community for for doing that and Mm -hmm. for really broadcasting this message because obviously it was a tragic situation. And so September 11th, uh, Gabby is uh, reported missing. I believe her remains were found on September 19th. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, when things got interesting, when Gabby was still missing, not presumed dead, uh, Brian and his family went on a camping trip from the 6th to the 8th. Uh, His sister... Um, who seems to be the only possibly innocent one in all of this, uh, said that uh, they were all behaving strangely. And mm. so Brian and his family go on a camping trip from the 6th to the 8th. They still haven't told the Petito family what's going on. They still haven't know, reported Gaddy
0: missing. Do we know where they went on that camping trip?
1: Somewhere in Florida, I believe. Um, but it's interesting timing, right? Yeah. Uh, but they were seen by neighbors loading camping equipment into their car. They came home. And uh, when the police went and tried to speak to them, they basically said, talk to our lawyer. Mm-hmm. And they would not talk to the Petitos. They would not talk to uh, the police. They just, everything went through Steve Bertolino, their lawyer. And when I was first getting into this case, back around the 11th, uh, I looked up Brian, uh, Brian Laundry, Chris Laundry, Rebecca Laundrie, mm-hmm. um, Steve Bertolino. And Steve Bertolino was the only one I could find on any social media. Mm-hmm. Chris Laundry, and Rebecca Laundry, no LinkedIn profile, no Facebook profile, just completely did not exist, yep. uh, which I find incredibly suspicious for obvious reasons. Um, so timeline-wise, Gabby Gabby's reporting missing on the 11th. Brian is reported missing on the 17th, but his parents say they last saw him on the 13th, and they mm. thought he was headed for this specific nature preserve. He left one of his two phones and his wallet and keys at the house. Uh, so he has two phones? One was a burner. I can't remember which was the burner and which was his actual phone. But he left one of his phones. Um, Interesting that he had a burner phone. Yeah, goes off into the wilderness. And this is what's odd about it. uh, His parents say they think that he went there. Or that he said he was going there. Mm -hmm. That's a weird thing for their son to do. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially under the circumstances. Uh, He heads over there and we get no information um this is they don't report him missing for four days so either they expected him to be gone for three days or they were not you know they were were giving him time um gabby's body is found on the 19th the remains are confirmed to be hers a few days later and then uh, a few days ago, I believe it was the 21st, mm-hmm. um, after the FBI and the police spent weeks searching this nature preserve, Mayahookook, Maya I think it's pronounced, um, um, in Florida, which is a known, there's, it's a known alligator area, yep. um, after the police spent weeks searching this, they finally say, "You know what? You can to Brian's parents. You can come in. You can help us search." Which is weird. That's weird. That's not normal. Yeah. Um, they say you can come in and help us search, and uh, nothing's found. And then on the twenty first, um, Brian or not Brian, Chris and Rebecca walk in. Uh, there's somebody who's claiming to see them holding a dry bag. Um, can't confirm that, mm-hmm. but uh, they're seen. You know they walk into the preserve alone mm-hmm. uh, and they within I think it was an hour in an hour they find Brian's campsite and his remains mm. um, within the day the dental records are confirmed to be his mm-hmm. and the FBI reports you know what it's Brian laundry we found him um you know case closed it's him we're done uh the Laundries will not be having a funeral for Brian. They will be cremating the body. Uh, Some of the bones were sent to a forensic anthropologist to be analyzed and, you know, determine what what the cause of death was. But uh, here's the thing. Some people have suggested that he he shot himself Mm -hmm. in the swamp, Um, but there is no evidence of a gunshot wound. If he was torn apart by alligators there would be bite marks on his bones. They haven't reported that. The coroner says she's dumbfounded. Hmm. The coroner cannot determine a cause of death. Mm-hmm. And part of this is because his remains were apparently scattered around like he had been uh, you know, ripped apart by animals, as the story goes. But uh, the only identifying information they had mm-hmm. was a partial fragment of his skull with the teeth in it. Um, and via this, they were able to confirm without a shadow of a doubt that this was Brian Laundrie's body, and he is deceased, and, you know, he he must have gone out there to either kill himself or to, uh, you know, to evade capture. Yep. Uh. So August 21st is when that happened. Um, you mean? Is when his body mean, o- was o- recovered. October, October 21st? October yeah, 21st, yeah, is when his his body was recovered mm. uh i put air quotations around that yep i don't believe it for a second i think that it is the laundry family covering things up and a lot of people are like oh well why do you think this is some big conspiracy honestly i don't i don't think it's some big conspiracy mm. i think it's just one specific weird incidence of something mm-hmm. that happens to have captured the nation's attention yep uh, I think the FBI is aware that the microscope is on them, and they don't want to look bad. Mm-hmm. They're probably still investigating. Uh, they're probably you know, saying, for the time being, this is Brian, but they're probably still looking into other leads. And uh, there is information that I have that I cannot yet release about uh, certain specific persons involved in the case, involved in the confirmation of Brian's remains being Brian's remains. Um, but suffice it to say that the, with the information I have and the, the way things look, I do not believe. I'm maybe, I'm 90% sure that's not Brian's body. Granted, if they come back with DNA evidence mm-hmm. that, beyond a shadow of a doubt, proves that's Brian, but it, it's hard to get DNA from Bones, and they say he was completely skeletonized yep. after three weeks. I mean, if you look at that aspect of it, that means he has to have, he went missing... He went into that nature preserve, Mm -hmm. supposedly, on September 13th. Mm -hmm. He was found October 21st. That is, what, five weeks? Yep. That is five weeks. About that. Might even be longer. Um, No, it's it's pretty pretty solidly five weeks. Mm. Uh, Maybe five and a half that he was missing. That means in order for him to skeletonize you'd have to have pretty much the, the highest amount of scavenging mm-hmm. possible from the environment, um, and he would have had to die almost immediately upon getting into that nature preserve.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, it's possible that his parents expected him to only be gone for a few days, mm-hmm. and that's why they reported him missing a few days late. Or, uh, he was never there, which I believe he was never there, that's my opinion, um, and this has all been covered to get him somewhere like Greece or Cuba that won't extradite him. Um, he, you know, the it, just so many things don't make sense about the case. It is, it's all very strange. Mm-hmm. Mm. But yeah, in order to in order to skeletonize completely, and I understand it's Florida, but for a large portion of this, he was he was underwater, and when you're underwater. Um, it, it prevents oxygen from getting to your body, and oxygen—the you know when the, the oxygen is actually what helps decompose you. Mm. So when you're deprived of oxygen physically, mm. it's you're slower to decompose. So if the mm. area was flooded, and that's why they didn't find him until the twenty first, is because the area he was found in was flooded. Then he should not have been fully skeletonized. Mm. Uh, it just doesn't make sense. And you know what? Why was he? Why was it only a partial skull? What what broke his skull? Mm. And took half of it away. Yep. It takes a lot of force to break a skull. Um, so, you know, there's just... There's too many aspects to this case that do not make sense. Yep. That, that I cannot... I can't sit here and be like, Yeah, I, I believe what the FBI has to say. And, you know, I don't want people to go and, you know, uh, sleuth their way around it. Mm. Obviously, you know, don't get in... Don't be contacting the families. Don't be, you know, getting out there destroying evidence. But I think it's very important that people don't look at this and say, you know, okay, I believe it. Don't do not, you know, keep pushing for more answers, because I don't think we have all the answers right now. I think what we have is a chance that the laundry family is is helping Brian get away with murder. Um, And I I think that that cannot be allowed. And if we make an example of Brian, that, you know, we're, as a culture in today's society, we're not going to let you... Money your way out of something. Mm-hmm. I think that's important. Um, you know, and and like I said, Chris Landry is a coward. Uh, the fact that he didn't turn his son in immediately is despicable. Um, the fact that they they hid from the Petitos, from the police, from everything. Uh, I think from the time they found his body to today, they didn't leave the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the fact that they won't. You know that they're cremating the body. that They're not having a funeral. Um, you know. I just don't I don't buy any of it. I think it is all complete BS and I don't trust it and I think that we need to keep pressing. Um, I think this is a good segue to remind everybody that Epstein did not kill himself. Um, that's right, Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself. Uh, whether he is alive or dead is up for debate, um, but he absolutely did not kill himself. Uh, your government will lie to you. It will lie to you. It will do it in... It, bold-faced fashion, uh, it will tell you there are weapons of mass destruction that Iraq does not have. Um, it will tell you that Jeffrey Epstein killed himself by hanging himself from a bed that was knee height with toilet paper that was single ply, and expect you to believe it. They will not tell you what Stephen Paddock's motive is. Uh, you know there there are a million things the government has lied about in the last thousand or last thousand, last hundred years. Um, and at a certain point, you know we got to stop taking whatever the FBI says as, as you know, truth. Mm-hmm. So, keep pushing. You have the power. You are the people. Mm-hmm. There's, hundred, there's hundreds of millions of us, and we can keep pushing this until until the truth is uncovered. So, you know, whether it's Brian Laundrie or Jeffrey Epstein or Stephen Paddock, whatever it is, keep pushing. Um, you know, we're almost there. So that is that is what I have to say on the matter um, yeah Brian Laundry's father Chris laundry uh you know at the very least when when Brian came home in that van without Gabby uh, at the very least he should have said something to the police he or kept Brian at home there is just there's no excuse mm-hmm. for the behavior of his parents um And if you do not have these stones to do what is right just because it's your family, then uh, uh, there's no other way to say it. You're a coward. Time's it? Let's go to Super Chats.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's 7.51. My phone is stuck to the table. We will be doing Super Chats, answering questions, and just kind of generally reading them. Uh, and for as a reminder because I believe Eli was uh, giving a nice little reminder in chat thank you very much for that one Um, we already had a $100 goal which is Aiden has to go to Starbucks and on a live uh, TikTok live specifically he's going to be ordering a latte in Old English and for those of you not familiar with old English, it sounds absolutely nothing like actual English. And
1: thank you, Matreon, for sending me pictures of myself on TikTok Live in the maid outfit.
0: Well good captures. I honestly by the way. look swole. Yeah, very good captures. Uh, so the two hundred and fifty dollar goal is a Wendigo milk stand in uh, yes. Phoenixville. The, You're so close, guys. The five hundred is uh, what is it? That's a thirst trap for you on TikTok. Yes, I have to he post was, a thirst trap on yes, TikTok. He will be recording a deliberate us. thirst trap rather uh, than accidental, which I've yes. apparently done in the past. Uh, Seven fifty will be us going to Hot Topic and buying each other uh, outfits to wear on the podcast, which yep. will be fun. And then the thousand is a sexy calendar photo shoot, correct? And that is both of us. And we decided to throw in a $1,250 one just for fun, and that will be uh, Aiden has to do the. Uh, what is it? The, the thirst trap, but specifically in this yes. maid outfit. So, those are the goals. Whether we hit them or not, uh, we have yet to yeah, find out. I mean, in order
1: to get the sexy calendar, they asked to each donate twenty-seven dollars.
0: It's just not going to happen. Not cheap. They can't do it.
1: No. Yeah. Um, it's a sh- I, and uh, it's, it's a shame. Glass of water isn't here because she would get them a lot closer. Yeah. Uh, in order to get the the hot topic though, it's twenty dollars each. I mean, that's you know, it's it's plausible, but I don't think they're going to do it. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll go to super chats. We'll start taking questions. Yes. Um. You know, send us, send us what you boys got. Uh. Oh boy, we're even getting views in the UK, and people are sending me pictures of them. That you is. You gotta love it. Gotta that love is it. wonderful. So. Uh, what does that? Oh. Problematic for
0: the Lord? farmer for fifty dollars. I give you, to you my sweet boys. Thank yes. you. You are very kind, good sir. To? That gets us to two forty four.
1: Only sixteen dollars from the Wendigo milk stand. Correct. That's incredible.
0: That'll be fun.
1: Um, I think we're gonna get to do that one. I think we're gonna get to do I it. think so. I what think you, what kind fun. of
0: milk should we use? Strawberry milk? You know what? Let's do regular milk but get some of the blue dye and make it like that blue milk from Star Wars. Mm, I don't know, I just I don't feel like that's appetizing. None of it's gonna be strawberry, appetizing. Strawberry strawberry milk's delicious. I don't like yeah. any milk, so I mean, it's fine, but I'm just not a. You're a huge heathen. fan, maybe. Um, Do people have lore questions perhaps? Uh Can Wendigos communicate with each other? Um, so theoretically, yes. Here's
1: the thing about that: uh, they're solitary hunters, um, but the the lore surrounding it. In some cases, there are Wendigos who speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, in some legends, who, who speak like not necessarily English, but whatever language. Uh, the person who they once were spoke. Mm-hmm. Um, so, theoretically, yeah, a Wendigo could communicate with somebody if they spoke the same language, uh, but in some traditions they're completely savage and, you know, unable to communicate. So I would say that, yeah, the, the evidence is there that a Wendigo would be able to communicate with another Wendigo, but they also wouldn't want to have the same hunting grounds because they just mm. wouldn't vibe with their their whole thing.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. You know? Uh, let's see uh this, what did you say? Oh eight nine Greek, no worries. Uh, what is that? Uh Caracus will extradite to the US, no worries. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, oh boy. Problematic Farter said, uh, please don't please do don't strawberry. Alright, for, for because you
1: asked with money, we won't do strawberry. Yeah, no. we won't
0: do strawberry. I guess we'll do regular. Regular milk, yeah, I guess. Yeah, perhaps whole milk, two um, percent. I don't know. We're up to two fifty-four, so oh boy, the next uh, the next donation goal will be five hundred, and that's true, a true. thirst trap for this guy. Yeah. So we're a little over halfway there on that one, but um, I'm gonna
1: put us back live on on TikTok. Fair enough. So that maybe we can snag a few more viewers. But uh, sure. Yeah. So what, what do we got here? I'm I'm over here. Okay. I'll yep. Know. Uh, So, on uh, David Brown's
0: question, uh, above, are Wendigos in Wisconsin?
1: Are Wendigos in Wisconsin? Wisconsin would be within Algonquin Territory, which would, of course, mean that you could have uh, Wendigo presence there. Now, of Mm. course, if we ascribe by the Nephilim theory that I have put forth, uh, Wendigos are the end result of thousands of years of um, breeding by by Nephilim, um, by the children of angels and human beings that have resulted in these monstrous creations mm-hmm. uh, now of course that is not the, the traditional Native American version of things but
0: that is what I believe is going on fair enough mm-hmm. uh, what's the goal for a VC for a VC voice channel in discord
1: huh we have a voice channel
0: I think more specifically us getting into the voice channel.
1: Oh There's not really a goal for that. It's just something we haven't... I, I think really... it's just Shiv
0: making fun of us because we haven't been very active in yeah, the Discord mean, lately. Yeah, we probably
1: could be more active in the Discord. We could. Um, if we, once we have I, time, just, I just can't keep up with the conversations. Oh, yeah. Like, it just moves so fast. Mm-hmm. And I just don't know what's going on. Uh,
0: somebody asked, what do you think happens if two Wendigos meet? Especially considering they're solitary hunters. I, and... I
1: don't feel like they'd fight. No? Um, and obviously, like based off what I've read, um, it's the kind of thing where like it, it's so rare that you'd even encounter one that they probably wouldn't fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'd probably just go their separate ways. But if you, I guess you might have a territorial dispute, mm-hmm. uh, depending on things. In which case, the Elder Wendigo would probably be the stronger one, and mm-hmm. as a result, you'd have the Elder One winning, most likely, if
0: there were a fight between Wendigo. Uh, any skinny boy or Wendigo possibilities in Central Illinois? Also, to anybody who's on TikTok live, yes, we are currently live on the podcast on YouTube. Feel free to stop by. We are answering super chat questions right now. Yes. So, yes, going back to that question, any skinny boy or Wendigo possibilities in Central Illinois?
1: Yes, Wendigo for sure. Um, so, what you got to remember is basically anything in the northern U.S. Uh, as well as down the Appalachian Mountain range, you're gonna you're gonna have. Um, you're going to have
0: Wendigos. Mm. Somebody said, will a Wendigo eat a child if it's starved enough? And I'm going to answer that one real quick. It's going to eat a child if it's an opportunity, not if it's starved enough. I got to disagree.
1: Really? Yeah, it seems like a lot of the... uh, If it's starved enough, yes. But there's, again, there's actually Native American folk legends about exactly this that suggest that uh, it will take a child, but it will keep the child alive Mm. and feed it and make sure it grows until it's a sizable meal.
0: Interesting, okay.
1: Um, so they'll, they'll wait until the wendigo is, you know, or the child is, you know, worth eating, so to speak. Fair. Yeah.
0: Uh, somebody else asked, uh, does wendy meat taste good?
1: Probably not. They give off an odor, a, a smell of rotten flesh. Uh, it, the, it's essentially described as though their flesh is rotting while it's on its body, so, hmm. um, None of these are super chats, by the way. I know. None
0: of so, super uh, chatting. They don't want you to do a thirst trap, apparently. I know.
1: Uh, they don't want the thirst trap. I mean...
0: What a shame. Our, yeah,
1: it is what it is. Uh,
0: Somebody else is asking, do you know if Wendigos or other flesh pedestrians are in eastern Canada, like Nova Scotia, or some of the other provinces? Yeah, that would be within Algonquin
1: territory. That would be uh, Wendigo territory as well.
0: Uh, do you like scary movies? Oh, I love scary movies. What's your favorite scary movie? Favorite
1: scary movie. Um a good question
0: uh, as someone who's not a big horror person myself I'm curious to hear what your favorites are <sighs> I
1: don't know if it counts as a, as a scary I guess the village
0: I haven't seen that that's the it's, it's M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. it's the
1: one that was filmed in Chatsford
0: yep um, i have not seen it yeah I'd say the village um,
1: probably up there with my favorites Uh, also I really like The Conjuring Um,
0: Uh, Shiv is asking for five dollars would you be at the Halloween movie night when is it I didn't even know we were having one (laughs) (laughs) if it's on Halloween probably not if it's on Halloween absolutely not yeah um, we will be busy if it's on that Saturday night no I will also be busy if it's on that Friday night probably not I will be busy
1: (laughs) he's got a lot of grinder
0: dates yeah um you know, it is what it is. Uh,
1: also, TikTok, come hang out on YouTube. Saw uh, the Lore uh, Lodge on YouTube.
0: Yes. So. And we vi- will
1: answer questions if you super chat them to us. So the
0: village. Why is the village your favorite horror movie? I like cause it's kind of a
1: psychological thriller. It also gets it's scary, but it's not like jump scare scary. It mm. makes you very uncomfortable. It's one of those okay. kinds of things. Um, you know, I, I like the and then the the twist at the end is of course phenomenal. Mm. Um, but, yeah, that's definitely up there with my favorites. I, I like horror movies that don't rely solely on jump
0: scares. Jump scares are fun. Yeah.
1: But I like it when a movie has a plot, has a story, um, and it's the story that skeeves you out.
0: Do you remember what the name of that, uh, that, I guess it's technically a horror movie was, that we watched, like, two weeks ago? Oh, the Ritual? The Ritual, yeah. yeah. What would you think about that?
1: Um, when I first saw it, I liked it. I don't think it has great like, rewatch potential. It kind of gets boring after you've seen it a few times when you yeah. know what's going to happen. But the, yeah, the what movie about in, itself is like a first-time watch there is great. What about
0: in terms of the lore, specifically considering Oh, totally made up. Kind of relevant, yeah.
1: Totally made up. You want
0: to describe some of the lore without giving spoilers? Sure, uh, and... Well, just the monster in it um, is, you know... I... And they don't even do a good job of explaining it in the movie.
1: It's, you know, they say it's a, a bastard child of Loki, and we have canonical uh, children of Loki. Mm. This is not one of them. Yep. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's a good monster, it's scary, uh, it fits in with Norse lore in that it, like, does, it, it would not be, if, there, if their story were to be added mm-hmm. back in, um, it would be totally believable. Yeah. It's just that it's not a an account that we have, we don't have a, a story of that specific Denny guy, that specific Yoten, so to speak. super
0: chat what's it say shit for five dollars said it's on Halloween night and it's in the discord yeah unfortunately I'm busy on Halloween night yep Uh, if it was another night I'd be in well Well, most uh, maybe Thursday it's life is very busy I might Uh, go up to state college I might be around here I don't know what I'm gonna do yeah fair enough I know. I definitely. Would, I. I've already had plans for Halloween night for a while. You and uh, the lady friend going as matching like uh, salt and pepper or something. No, she'll be in
1: a different city. Uh, that's unfortunate.
0: Yeah, she's going. Her and her friends are going as. Uh, she's going as doggy. Her friends going as missionary, and her other friends going as cattle girl. Well, that's upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I think it's hilarious. So like. She's dressed up like a dog. I, yeah, I think, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, the other friend's dressed up like a cowgirl, and the other friend's dressed up like a missionary, and I think it is absolutely hilarious. That figures. Yeah. I'm a maid. Are you, is that what you're going to do for Halloween? I've
1: been thinking about it, but I, I don't know. I might go to Molly's. Really? Because there's
0: yeah. going to be a Halloween party there. Um, a costume. Would, oh, my God. It would be that. hilarious. I have no what idea, idea what I'm going to do. Are what are you doing for Halloween? Not a clue. Oh, in terms of, like, yeah, the actual like, day? Um, I can't remember if it's Saturday or Sunday, but there's a block party on my street that oh, uh, some girls are throwing that are going to close everything there's off. There's Lions, right? Uh, Lane I'm here now, I guess. Well, so, yeah. um, it, well I mean, it's I, I don't know who's going to be there. It might be a kid kind of thing. It might be like a, just, because there's like a whole range of people. Gotcha. And then I think we're going out on Halloween night, probably. Either in if, Yeah, either there or downtown Philly. Mo- I hope Manioc, because I don't want to be in downtown again. Well, might.
1: Like crash or party
0: fair enough downtowns fun but it's just you know it's, it, i hate having no uber back and forth yeah, with I me mean, there I got you. I feel uh this will be the first movie in the score but there will be more we have plans wonderful that's what i like to great hear. that's good i will definitely be there for christmas movie nights as long as it's planned beforehand because <laughs> i want to watch christmas movies is with how, everybody is harry potter a christmas movie which one just in general no cuz they they give off such winter vibes to they me. they do they do I get, like, there are some that take place around the Christmas time period, but they also, like, span whole school years. Yeah, I don't know. They always just... uh,
1: Maybe it's because I grew up with them being played around Christmas on ABC.
0: Oh, dude. I literally, every year, when Christmas time comes around, late November, early December, Mm -hmm. I will go to YouTube, Mm -hmm. and I will type in ABC Family 25 Days of Christmas, and I will watch like two or three of those videos to get me hyped up, because (laughs) it's not Christmas time until you hear... It's ABC Family's 25 Days of Christmas, and it's just like, ah, you're in it, you're ready to go. It's a shame that that network no longer exists. You're a simple man. I am a simple man. And it's just, you know, give me some some cozy pajamas, a Santa hat, some good, horrible, like, for you, enjoyable, just delicious cookies and other, like, candies and stuff. uh, uh, Back around Christmas time, when I was
1: a senior in college, when I was a bouncer, um... They had me walking around, all the bouncers had to wear elf hats. And, uh, I'm already not the largest of men. Yeah. So I was just walking around in skinny jeans and a black hoodie with an elf hat. Yeah. Um, it was not an intimidating figure. Yeah. My, my authority did, was absolutely compromised. Did,
0: did the elf hat have ears?
1: No, I just have ears. Um... But also the problem <laughs> with that is that you know in in state college in December it's it's cold. Yeah, it is cold. Yeah, it is very cold up there. You're talking like twenty degrees average. Just
0: this a bit. So you here. You
1: leave uh, you know you leave the bar at two a.m. If you were yeah. working, you'd be leaving at like four a.m. And it would just be like ten degrees out. It was horrible. It was terrible.
0: Brutal. Yeah, it doesn't sound <laughs> <long> at all. <laughs> no. At least you lived pretty close to it though. Yeah, yeah. Good old Beaver Hill. Oh yeah, one a time. One a time. Um I wish people had more questions. We're gonna have to like come up with longer segments. I thought I had enough here. Fair enough. It's eight oh six. We should probably wrap around eight fifteen and then yeah, go for... it. Yeah.
1: So uh if you got any burning remaining questions, make sure to super chat them. You guys are not gonna get the thirst trap as yeah. it stands um if you're watching it on tiktok uh and you want a thirst
0: trap um uh, we have we have 264 dollars so far so we're a little bit a little bit under 250 away from him doing a thirst trap yeah, on tiktok what two, two 40, two 240 230, 236 236 236 no 246 236 236, you're right. So, uh, if
1: you're on uh, TikTok and you want to donate $5, you'll get a thirst trap. Yep. It's just all of you have to do it.
0: We recommend hopping over to the YouTube. T- That's what uh, I mean. You have to go to, to YouTube. Live, yeah. um, and
1: obviously, watch just watch the YouTube yeah. show. Um, yeah. We do this every week. Uh, we usually have guests. This week we didn't. Um, we'll, we'll get around to a guest again soon. Yeah, we'll get there. We, should, um, see to yeah, we should see what Isaiah's up to next Yeah, uh, we should see what Isaiah's up to. But, you know, it's not every day you get to see
0: me in a maid costume. Like,
1: YouTube did this.
0: Yeah. Yeah, y'all over on YouTube did, did this. this. So, well done for that last week. I'm a little... I'm surprised y'all aren't really just paying well, I mean, for that thirst you Yeah, drug. Glass is in here. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, it takes us down about 250 bucks. <laughs> yeah, we'd be she at G the thirst Yeah, we miss Glass. She's great. She's yeah, busy tonight, right. but, you know... So it's also cash app, like, I guess, if people wanted to use that, or PayPal. Like, so, you know, we don't just do the
1: YouTube Super Chats. It's whatever you come up with, too. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like we covered all the topics we wanted to cover tonight. Uh, Generally, yeah.
0: I mean, you know, there's not, not there's a whole lot not, of questions. not a whole lot more to talk
1: about. There Fair enough. Questions have kind of run dry. Uh, yeah. So, um, I just want to leave it open for another five minutes for Super Chats. Yep. Um, yeah, roughly. got a burning question
0: or you want to hit that $500 mark, go for it. <laughs> Get but, that thirst strike. But otherwise, do do? yeah. Uh, Just so you guys know, after this we will be hopping over to Twitch for a bit to do a little bit of uh, jam session time. There will be jam session time. Yes. You know what I forgot to do? Mm -hmm. I forgot to do the Aragorn voice. Oh, yeah. I guess we can do that for the last five minutes, huh? How the fuck am I going to do that?
1: I don't know. I've been struggling to figure out how to do that. Yeah, I don't know. I see in your eyes the same fear that would take the heart of me Oh boy. I'm just gonna read Aragorn quotes for the remainder. Of, might as well. Uh, what's the uh, safari? Yeah, we're safari. Let's let's just do that. Um,
0: might as well. <laughs> so we're getting a special treat. We're getting Aragorn. Quotes. i gonna
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna read you Aragorn quotes while blonde in a maid outfit.
0: Oh, of all the combinations in life that you thought you were gonna encounter, I bet this was not on that list. I would have gone with you to the end, into the very fires of Mordor.
1: Not if we hold true to each other. <laughs> I thought I had wandered into a dream. I will not let the white city fall, nor our people fail. This is hard. got like... Alright, here's here's the one you're all waiting to hear. For Frodo. I, I need like a long one. I need a long... Long one. Uh, Yeah, what's the...